Hello and welcome to episode 40 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. Uh, my name is Matt and with me, they're always picking apples from my tree, Grace and Adam. It is nice to see you both. Grace, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Matt. How are you? Good. I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. And Adam, how are you? I'm all grand, all grand. Good stuff, good stuff. It's nice to see you both. How is lockdown three treating you? When you thought one was bad and then you thought two, well, <laughs> you know, I could probably do it again. Here we are, lockdown three. How are just, we both doing? It's life now, isn't it? I feel like nothing's changed. Do you, ever get, do you guys get that feeling like no. there's not really too much that's different? No. Uh, it just all feels the same. When I go back inside a public building again, I don't know what I'll do with myself, but... Mm. It it is going to be weird. I, I'm going to be interested to know, like, how long after people are still going to wear masks in like supermarkets, mm. and like still be a bit like socially distant, or whether mm. people as soon as like we get the all clear, people will just be like throwing them away and no one will. Because I reckon people might stick to it. I reckon some people will still wear them. It's a good like if you look a bit rough sometimes. I like wearing the mask. I'm like, oh, I don't need to make an effort. I look a bit rough. Let me just slap a mask on. Like you know that. what I mean? Yeah. So I might keep that up. I think um, some people some people reported last year that they weren't getting their usual colds and they weren't getting their usual, like, like some people get a cold every September and people weren't getting it. And that's because everyone's wearing masks, everyone's washing their hands. Mm. People aren't getting, like, other illnesses. Yeah. So, to be fair, to I normally get a cold consistently through winter. Um, mm. I'm all good. Yeah, I've been pretty well too, actually. And so Becky, my wife, has been the most well, ironically, that she's ever been. She suffers with asthma and things like that. And um, yeah, has been. Yeah. But then I guess like if you speak to like, a, we were good too far down this, but like an anti-lockdown person, they will right. tell you that, that like normally people would die of a flu or die of a cold or whatever and different mm-hmm. things. But now they're not. And that's why people are getting COVID <laughs> or whatever. But it's a pretty crazy situation, isn't it? It is. We're we're obviously not scientists, but uh, <laughs> you know, all I can say is I can't. You know, Grace, you said, oh, I can't imagine what it'd be like to, to be in a public place again or a public building. I think like I can't wait to have people around eating food around my like dining table again. Yeah, that was something I can't that was the last time someone was in my house. That's it, isn't it? That's it. Haven't cleaned for a year and a half. You know what I mean? At this rate, <laughs> what's a hoover? Like, it's <laughs> just stacked up I've turned into a hoarder at this point <laughs> but, um, crushed by newspapers from 30 years ago yeah that's it that's it but you know we'll get through it it's been a pretty you know first week of January it's still been a pretty terrible <laughs> crazy week but um, here we are trying to bring snowed a bit of light snowed yesterday though did it snow by years it did, it did snow yesterday yeah hey. it's kind of snowed a little bit on and off for um for a week but you know it doesn't stick where we yeah. live, does yeah. it? Doesn't yeah. stay on the ground, yeah. which is a very, um, a very sad thing. But ho- it, apparently, it's meant to snow this weekend. But, um, <laughs> Adam's yeah. not a fan. Adam's I not just, it. it's, it's, uh, you can't like it's fine on a weekend. It's absolutely fine on a weekend, and it's fine when you're young and you're a kid. But when you have to go to work, <laughs> like work, <laughs> work doesn't stop. <laughs> you have to go in. So, like, you got to then find other ways to get in. Mersey Rail, which is our local people train. network who runs the, the rail network, they flapped it. They cancelled the trains without even knowing whether it was legitimately going to snow. So, well, we've heard it might snow. <laughs> no way. And so because of that, we're cancelling all the trains tomorrow. And, like, it didn't even... It snowed a little bit. But they've got rail gritters. They've got special trains that clear snow and ice off train tracks could not be bothered there are trains in canada in norway in russia in chat there's trains everywhere where it snows and they all run fine (laughs) so they flapped it like a week before as well you know because actually like well not a week but like a few days before they'd already announced Uh, that they were cancelling which is just crazy yeah the guy in charge has had other plans that's Just, it. Uh, maybe everyone in Merseyrail needed, you know, a morning off and fair play to them. More like no. Mersey fail, if you ask me. Hey. 
Misery fail. <laughs> That's what people call them, isn't it? Misery fail. Misery fail. Just, those people every day on a train just absolutely done in by the state of the trains. <laughs> just so fed up with life. Yeah, but they do work quite hard, the people in Israel. So, like, I feel bad sometimes. Like, the people yeah. who do their social media must get, oh, couldn't do it. Couldn't That's be it. me. It's a, you make no. a proper mint, though, being a train driver, you know. Really? Like 40 grand to press the go button. <laughs> and then press the stop button. <laughs> it's a dream, that. I wouldn't mind being a train driver. Yeah. I think, um, especially these days where it is a bit easy. It's just a bit traumatic of someone, like... Yeah. Comes with a risk. It does come with a risk. You know. This is why, though, um, people, like, you know, brands get snidey on Twitter... You know, we all love like a kind of like Wendy's burger. Yeah. Like they just take the absolute mix. Mm-hmm. And like, I would like it if Mercy Rail just became <laughs> like that. Just absolutely. Thanks for making me late again. And they're like, good. Have a bad day. You know what I mean? Have I would, your head of a taxi. <laughs> yeah. They would be the next fun. ones banned on Twitter. They would. <laughs> but, uh, but there you go. Guys, so we, uh, I've got some admin for us, just a little mm. bit, a tiny bit, so let's get it done. Classic. Uh, go and buy some merch. I'm probably going to stop saying this eventually, <laughs> but um, it is there, and I would love for you to go and have a look. Get uh, kitted and fitted, you know, Ooh. for all your El Vanilla needs. And, you know, we have had a few emails in to, El, uh, what is the email address? ElVanillaPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we got one from this guy, Gabe, and it was just like so encouraging. It was so great to hear from him. And you know what I want to tell you guys? Be like Gabe. Mm. Be like Gabe. More Gabe. Like, we love would you, love Gabe. to hear from you. <laughs> All right, Grace. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we would love to hear from you. I w- so I've got some questions to start us off. We'd love to hear what is your favorite album of all time? Mm. Oh. So we want to hear some new music. We want to hear what you're into. Uh, email in we're going to feature them on the show and we'd love to just like bounce a few greatest albums of all time we need some more comparative albums yeah that's it that's too so if you've got like albums that you'll listen to that came out this year tell us about it because we would love to compare we love finding new music Adam what would you say is your favourite album of all time just right off the top of your head that's a very tough one Um. Uh, 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 oh, you've really put me on the spot. I'm looking at my record collection right He's now. He's going to say something stupid here like Fred Sinatra. Oh, Fred Sinatra, good. he'll be back. <laughs> That's a good album, to be fair. Um, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, "Please Please Me" by the Beatles. Nice. Grace is like Grace has rolled her eyes so much that okay, her head actually choose, isn't even on her head anymore. <laughs> to choose a to choose a non Beatles one, it would be Led Zeppelin Four. Wow! Come on, I can't wait to talk about that. Mm. So good, Grace. Is it uh, "Come Away with Me" by Bora Jones? Uh, <laughs> Nora Jones. Snora um, Jones. <laughs> I actually was going to say that, but I'm going to change it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Fearless Taste Whistle. Really? Mm. Favorite album wow. of all time. Mm. Taste Whiz. Mm. Wow. Mm. To each their own. I guess I, I, I wasn't going to mention it this early, but I've been listening to Evermore and I feel bad about what I said about it on Come the on. podcast a few weeks ago. No. It's actually a great album. Him. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> I still am not a big fan of folklore, but Evermore. I feel like okay. it was t- it was tinted by it mm. folklore that I didn't like. But she didn't go. start off strong. Although she got songwriter of the year from Apple, she gets so many uh, awards because she's yeah, she sick. does. No wonder Kanye's upset. I know. Oh, mm. I mean, I, know. I kind of understand it at this race. Green's about because you're getting you a divorce. But that's all. Yeah, about that. Let's get into some showbiz gossip. Kim and Kanye getting a divorce. Are they actually? Well, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, yeah. All because uh, apparently he, he cheated on her with well-known YouTuber, I think, and makeup person, uh, Jeffree Star. Is apparently. it like their makeup artist? 
alleged. No. That would be scandalous. No, Jeffrey Star though they're just a, a very famous American YouTuber, but they've got she like, cheated a lot on of him or he cheated on her. He cheated on her apparently with Jeffrey Star. Shall we talk about our album for this week? Yes. So we're going to be talking about Baduism by Erica Badu. Uh, and Adam, you're going to give us some context, some history. We've already done 1997, so take it away. Well, what I've decided to do, because we've done 97, is I've decided we're going to do a Badu bio. That's right. If I had a jingle, I'd then say it here. It's time for Badu bio. Something like that. Right, so, Erica Abby Wright, which is her name, and she was spelling Erica then E-R-I-C-A. It's important, we'll get to that later. Oh, I love this Erica city. Abby Wright, born February 26th, 1971, known professionally, as we've said, as Erica Badu, and she spells Erica there now as E-R-Y-K-A-H, again, we'll get to that later, um, is an American singer-songwriter, record producer and actress, uh, influenced by R&B, 1970s soul and 1980s hip-hop. So Badu had her first taste of show business at the young age of four, madness, uh, singing and dancing at the Dallas Theatre Centre and the Black Academy of Arts and Letters, uh, or T-Ball, I suppose you could uh, say that, under the guidance of her godmother, Gwen Hargrove, and Uncle T-B-A-A-L founder, Curtis King. So four years old, she's already kind of started in the world of show business. Always makes me makes me amazed how... A lot of famous people, when they start, oh, yeah, I started when I was two. How? How? I was an idiot at four years old. How are you, like, talented at four? No one's... Have you seen a four-year-old? Useless? They can't do anything? Don't understand it. Uh, by the age of 14, Badu was freestyling for a local radio station alongside such talent as Roy Hargrove. I don't know either. In her youth, she had decided to change the spelling of her first name from E-R-I-C-A, Erica, to E-R-Y-K-A-H, Erica. And the reason is this. She believed her original name was a slave name. Um, and the term K-A-H, or Ka, signifies the inner self. Uh, so she changed it to Erica. Uh, she also adopted the surname Badu because it is her favourite jazz scat sound. Um, among the And also among the Akan, or Akan people in Ghana, it is the term for the 10th born child. So she kind of realized from this young age that she, her, um, her focus on her life and her identity um, wasn't going to be rooted in this name that she'd been given, that she didn't know where it came from, but she was going to choose her own name and she was going to become her own person at quite a young age, which is quite something to realize. Very aware, isn't it? Mm, very aware. Very we could do with more aware people. Mm, to be absolutely. honest, absolutely. And it's quite, it's quite cool. I like, I like it when someone changes their name. As Christians, we've all grown up um, and and read in the Bible when people's names are changed, and they're normally changed with a a meaning or a definition in mind. So, Jacob <laughs> being turned into Israel, uh, Abraham to Abraham, blah blah blah. Um, so when someone changes their name to give themselves a new identity. I always find that really quite cool. Mm. Um, it's something that, yeah, cool. Uh, upon graduating from Booker T. Washington High School for the Performing and Visual Arts, uh, Badu went on to study theatre at Grambling State University, a historically black university. So again, she's really putting herself in, and diving deeper into her own culture um, and finding out about that by by cheap, by even down to her university, making sure she's going to somewhere where she'll be around her, her culture, which is great. Uh, to concentrate on music full-time, she left the university in 1993 before graduating and took several minimum wage jobs to support herself. She taught drama and dance to children at the South Dallas Cultural Centre. Uh, and she also started working and touring with her cousin, Robert Free Bradford. She recorded a 19-song demo called Country Cousins, which attracted the attention of Kadar Massenberg. He set Badu up to record a duet with D'Angelo, quite a famous R&B singer of the 90s, uh, and the song was called Your Precious Love, and eventually he signed her to a record deal with Universal Records. 
And then it's at that stage when she's at Universal Records, she's just done this duet with D'Angelo that she records her debut album, which we are going to talk about now, which is Baduism. Amazing. So good. So let's just put this album into context then. Do you mm. want to know some songs that were big at the time? Please do. Of course. Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> what a tune. Yeah. It doesn't get much better. Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> doesn't get better. It's just skyrocketed. That's a tune. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is a tune. I love that song. That is an absolute... We've talked about uh, Tub Thumping before on the podcast. I can't remember why, but it was important. talk about it. <laughs> but it was important. It was important. It was really important. Uh, Bittersweet, Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Great song. Bob Hansen. Adam giving us a little demo there. <laughs> song 2 by Blur. And once again, Candle in the World. In the world? In the world. In the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Candle in the wind by Elton John. Which you know. I love a bit of that. It's 1997, so we all know what happened. We've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. God rest. God rest. Lady Diana. The people's princess. (laughs) Murdered by the hands of the queen. What? And and the press. The press aren't getting away with this. I'm not having to. Yeah, I'd say they They are absolute scumbags. Not more to do. Not more to do. The Queen physically cut the brake line. Shut up. You are the worst. (laughs) She physically did it. She was in Balmoral, but she physically... (laughs) We all know she she likes to work on cars. Yeah, fixing them. (laughs) Not fixing them for a crash. What? Have you not seen that Royal Navy advert? If you can fix a bike, you can probably break one or something. (laughs) You can probably break one. Fixing something, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's part of the loyal navy anyway. She wants loyalty from Lady Di. That's that's what she wants. It's all she had to ask for. Yeah. Do you want to know a anyway. fun fact about Lady Diana? Yeah, yeah, go on. So when um Michael Jackson performed a <laughs> uh, like a little concert or something for Diana or, or something, um she like went up to him and, and, and talked to him and they were getting on talking. Um and he had left his very famous song, Dirty Diana, out of the set list. Um, and she asked him, oh, what are you going to sing? He went through the set list. And she was like, oh, are you not going to sing Dirty Diana? And he was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that now. And uh, she was like, oh, you should really put it in. It's my favourite song. And this was like 10 minutes before it started. And he was like, oh, okay, then I guess we'll do it then. That's fine. And then he put it in and he sang Dirty Diana. That is a sick song as well. It's a great song. Dirty Diana, I'll tell you what. Okay, I guess we'll sing it then, no problem. <laughs> That's my Michael Jackson impression. Sounds like... Um, Amazing. Lofty. Also how Neil Young speaks. <laughs> yeah, it's how Neil Young speaks and how Lofty from Bob the Builder speaks. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Lofty. <laughs> lofty from Bob the <laughs> What a show. <laughs> <laughs> I've been grieved all week about what you guys said about Neil Young, let me tell you. Just from him probably the worst thing that's happened Oh, this just week. yourself. Just get a bit of bass yeah. in your voice. <laughs> and this is coming from me. <laughs> Just get some and your impression of Michael Jackson right there will get a bit of bass in your voice. <laughs> Michael Jackson had a strong voice. Have I ever told you the story about when Neil Young met Lady Diana and she no. said, get a bit of bass in your voice? <laughs> I thought you were being I serious. I not believe that that was such a true story. <laughs> so Maybe we should start a Diana podcast because every time we talk about Clearly. I mean, anything close to the 90s, can't help ourselves. Uh, Maybe now that, that Megan and Harry have gone rogue, they'll come and do a segment. <laughs> <Don't imagine. laughs> are we going to cut their breaks too, are we, Grace? Is that, I thought that's where you were getting to. Oh, hey now. Wow. Ooh. I'm the one here who likes the royal family. Go, Liz. You're a trooper. You, you, can have that, you can have that title. That's okay. <laughs> okay, sh- we aren't meant to be talking about the royal family. We're meant to be yeah. talking about this album, <laughs> Baduism, by Erica Badu. So, as of you pretty much covered it, so let's talk about it. Let's um, let's get into our thoughts about it. Grace, I'd love to hear your thoughts first. <sighs> Me too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I was feeling this from the moment it started. It took me right back to the 90s. Classic 90s R&B, neo-soul, soul, soul vibes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole album. Neo-soul vibes. Soul. <laughs> Sissy, who's... Hussen Sul. How has this come back? Sissi Hussen. I'm the only one who can speak properly. Wow. What yeah, amazing. Today is today, you know. Um, but yeah, no, this whole album is just a whole vibe. It's a whole scatting, skitty scatting vibe. <laughs> and I feel it from start to finish. And I I love that fact that she chose Badu because it's her favourite jazz scat singing sound. Mm. And when I read that the other day, I was just sat there for ages like, Badu, 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 Badu. And it's there constantly. You were just singing the Pink ba- Panther wave. That's what I... <laughs> 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 Badu, Badu. <laughs> um, but I love it. I love that, go for it. We should all pick our favourite sounds and make that our last name. Ping. <laughs> a ding. Just, let's just pick a sound. Um, but no, love it. Um, the only qualm that I have, and it's not mm. a big qualm, is that in the song Apple Tree, at the beginning, she explains her own metaphor. And I don't know how I feel about that. It's like when dads explain their own jokes. Don't do it. But you know, that's fine. That's just a little, little thing. Um, other than that, though, great feeling it. Vibes all around. Vibes on vibes. She plays the keys Amazing. herself because she's a strong woman. Don't need no keys player, even though she's got another one on the side. But <laughs> she can do it for the one song. Strong women <laughs> play first keys. That's what we're finding out here. On system. one track. <laughs> um, but but no, I love it. I think my fave, my highlight is certainly. She's got good like funky vibes. Um, and I'm feeling it. It's not for me like a standout album. Like it didn't blow me away. And I like I would have a couple of the tracks that I might listen to again. I wouldn't listen to a lot of it again. But in comparison to what we've been listening to lately, it's a big old breath of fresh air. Mm. So thank Brilliant. you, Badu, Badu. Awesome <laughs> thoughts. Um. Yeah, it's great. So this isn't just your usual R and B. It's kind of slightly jazz. It's a bit. I I, I play. It, it's a bit of a precursor to what Amy Winehouse would go on to do, kind of in the mid two thousands. It's got that kind of vibe to it, but obviously more nineties and a bit more nuanced, I guess. Um, she's got a great voice, hasn't she? She really has got Very a cracking voice. Mm. Um. And it took me back to, like, the 90s. The drums are really, like, off the time. Like, the drums are super 90s. They're kind of kind of quite simple, not fancy, good hi-hats. Like, it's just very 90s drum samples or drum sounds, which I really liked. Um, yeah, I loved it. Apple Tree, going back to that one. It sounded familiar. I can't remember where I've heard it before, but I've definitely heard that song. It was probably on the radio at some point growing up. Um so I quite enjoyed that one. Uh, other side of the game, love that one. Big fan of that one. Um, I thought I disliked the weird little skits and the weird little combo bits on the songs, um, like on Next Lifetime. Um, but I kind of liked them. And then when the beat kicks in on Next Lifetime, that was, whoa, that was special. Um, does this? This is a question I've got. Does this qualify as having the source? That magic. The sauce, did you say? The secret little sprinkle, the magic. Does it qualify? I think so. It makes I... me move. Mm. Right. It mm. just, I've got it on now mm. just as we're like listening and we're chatting. And I'm just like, I'm grooving away. It gives mm. me like a little something. You know what I mean? It makes you me gotta feel get confident. that little head bob going. That's it. That's it. it makes me it like does. pouse a little bit. Do you know what I mean? It gives <laughs> me like a little thing. I don't know. <laughs> bit of attitude. <laughs> A bit of attitude, that's what it gives me. Not yeah. that I need it anymore. No. Um, but, um, <laughs> Please, God. Yeah, I think it's got secret sauce. Yeah, I think so. Um, definitely a great unexpected album. Um, and yeah, 
And I don't know whether I'd listen to it again, per se, but it is good. And and like Grace said, very much a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. and very different from what Neil Young, obviously very different time periods, but very different from like Neil Young and, and things we've previously listened to because mm-hmm. it is just completely of a different culture, a different generation. Um, but it's needed. It's a good breath of fresh air. And I don't think this was included on the original list that we were doing. Um so I, I think, again, to have this, and I can understand why it would be in the top 100, because it is, of all that neoclassic soul and R&B stuff that was going on in the 90s, this, this is probably, like, the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, your upper echelons of it, um, I'd say definitely, along with, personally speaking, your boys to men and your Mariah Carey's. <laughs> personally speaking. Personally speaking, I would put them right up there. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think um, a great album. Great album, worth worthy feature, and uh, yeah, hats off to Badoo. So good. Mm. I think uh, this album is ahead of its time, isn't it? Like, mm. if we if we look at the songs we just talked about, Barbie Girl, <laughs> Talk <laughs> the Big, Bittersweet Symphony, Mbop, Song Two, they're all like real upbeat, aren't they? And like real, like um, there's no kind of like room for breath left in them it's just like a punch in the face isn't it Mm. it's like right in your face whereas this album feels the opposite like it's it's slower it's pulled back the feel i feel like it's very genre defining for the next 20 years you Mm. know what i mean for the next maybe next 30 years i don't know if this is the same with your instagram feeds but i get a lot of instagram guitarists on my feed right all playing like neo soul stuff and mm. just calling it out we all know you're miming we all know you pre-recorded it okay <laughs> yeah we all know you're fakest that's what you are wow <laughs> yeah G- guitar fakest yeah oh, um but anyway i anyway that's another that's another issue oh great show be this thing <laughs> you once had to really right. get that out Grace showed me this thing, which he thought I was going to love, of this guy playing uh, guitar <laughs> while he had a basketball. And he was, like, bouncing the basketball up and down mm. while playing guitar. It was sick. And she thought, Matt, I love this. And you know what? <laughs> Hated it. Absolutely. <laughs> had no time. And ripped Green it to shreds. Green is a bad colour on you, Matt. Because wow. he's miming. And he can play basketball. Oh, l- show me where I can buy tickets to show this, to watch this guy you bounce are the a basketball. Worst. And mine playing guitar. It's not it's not Adam, even if you can do any good things that you're proud of, don't show Matt. Oh he's, well, he's not this interested. Is, we've all heard the story and if not, I'll tell it. Of when I showed him the guitar I wanted to buy it and he oh. pooed all over that. So I don't show Matt anything. Mm. It's not worth it. Adam asked me my opinion about the guitar. I did not say anything favourable about the guitar. You're not knowing not knowing that you were going to buy one. Well, I, I said, I'm thinking about buying this. Uh, You're just one uh, big encourager, aren't you, Matt? Do you know who you need to listen to? Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> More like Gabe, please. Thanks, Grace. Well, you know, these are two different things. I was wrong about Adam's <laughs> guitar, right? Not I'm not wrong about it. <laughs> I'm not wrong about 90% of Instagram guitarists. No. And Especially also, Grace, I'm not being that... funny. That, that basketball one sounds awful. It doesn't hey. sound fun. It's not music. It's it's just yeah. It was just gimmick. a bit of fun. Oh. I didn't I didn't find it fun. <laughs> It'd have been fun my... if the if the basketball would have hit him in the face. Wow, that would have been fun. Anyway, and he was just anyway. playing like ACDC or something stupid and using the drummers. Was he playing black the... and black? Yeah. Uh, oh, everyone remember. does that, and they all put a colander on there and smack. Yeah, that's not. That, no oh, one plays that. So so if someone did it once where they're playing the guitar and they've got a colander on their head or a, a, a pasta strainer metal thing and they're playing it and someone's hitting them on the head with a flip-flop. And ever since then, people just mime it. So I don't think that person was really doing it at all. All of a sudden, the tide has turned and Adam is on my side. I hate wow. those videos. I see them all the time. Would you just go Exactly. They can't. You are boring. <laughs> the reason I brought this up yes. is because there's a. if you look at Instagram now, there's a lot of that Tom Mish 
neo soul guitar playing on there, which is fine, <laughs> even though we've ripped it for ten minutes, <laughs> which is totally fine. Um, but this is where it started. This is like well before Instagram. This is before a lot of the internet even existed. Um, and I just think it's well ahead of its time. Just um, mashing that jazz R and B together in a sophisticated way. I think the bass lines are always sick. I think the electric pianos always sound beautiful. Mm. It reminded me a little bit of Super Duper Fly when we listened to that. And it's like just got a super classy quality to it. Everything feels like well thought out. Everything sounds super pro and just like top quality. Everything sounds top quality. Um, and it's not just like I've yet another thing I hate, another internet thing. You know, when you're watching a YouTube video of it and they go, and there's, there's the musician someone videos. <laughs> no not someone having fun so like you go to watch a guitar video that's going to teach you something and then musician comes up going musician can teach you to play guitar in two days and it's not true can't <laughs> but there's this other one where this kid is like trying to sell his like um his music software and he's like you don't need to know music theory to use my software and i'm like just learn a bit of theory just get a book you know what i mean and learn some actual but but some of this world today, it's like all beats from home, crap. But it's not good. It's just, you know, you don't need to know theory. And there's plenty of good Get stuff. Get a plug-in. But there's a lot of bad. That's the world today. Yeah, that's it. Get a plug-in. That's it. I've got a plug-in that'll play for me. You know what I mean? Mm. Board off, pal. Just spend <laughs> half, a, half a day. Just learn the instrument. But anyway. I'm done. I'm We're back to the album again for the, the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> Some songs I liked the most. Mm. Apple Tree, I liked it a lot. Um, next Lifetime, great beats. What a gr- just great beats all over this album. And then Other Side of the Game, I think is really special. The chords are really special. Her vocals are really wonderful all the way through. Um, and it's like there's passion and coolness in there. Two things I can't put together, you know what I mean? <laughs> Passion and coolness. Just absolute, I don't know, there's just something really cool about this. Mm. Um, I yeah. love that she's scatting, but I, I, she's not overdoing it. No. Because no. it can be scatting, it can get annoying. It's very classy, isn't it? Mm. Just little sprinkles of scat every now and again. When I was in college, right, um, there was this guy who was like easily in his 60s who joined the college course. So, like, we're all 16, 17, 18. No, we're not 16, 18. Oh, yeah, whatever age you are. I don't <laughs> even know. But um, but he was, like, legit in his, like, 60s. And he travelled from North Wales every day to Liverpool. Oh. And his instrument was that he was a scatter. Oh. And he was absolutely mental. And <laughs> he would just, he, like, wouldn't even talk. He'd just scat everywhere. I mean, or when he would talk, <laughs> he'd like say, "Hi, Ma, how are you?" Do do be do and he'd like he'd put it into the second half of his sentence cool. all the time. But um, he then disappeared off the course. I don't know what oh. happened to him. But, um, oh. but he used to talk about werewolves a lot and scatting. <laughs> and, like, I wasn't expecting he that. Was, like you'd be like, "Oh, where where have you been?" Because he wasn't always consistently there. And he's like, "Oh, it was a full moon, wasn't it?" So. The, wo- the werewolves were out. I knew. But then he'd go, the werewolves were out. Was he a werewolf? I, a I scatting know, that's, werewolf. But that's what he was hinting at. I'm I mysterious. Think, anyway. Wow. Very mysterious. His name was fun. Paul. I can't remember his second name. <laughs> his name was Paul. It sounds like boring. No offense to any Pauls out there, but wow. it's a very, it's a very, wow. It's a very, no, it's a very. He's, he's about just calling everyone out listen, today, aren't you? Hold on. I'm called Adam. I'm a, what a plane can you get? All right. My name is Mayonnaise. It's fine. Man of man of the earth. <laughs> like, Paul is just as bland an English name as, as Adam. We're all good. It's like Daniel. It's just like, it's very, it's if, there. If your name's Paul Adam, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Paul, Paul Daniel Adams. <laughs> Good. There's there's plenty of names, you know, that we don't like, aren't there? But um, there you go. 
Shall we? I don't know. Mm. We've been all over the place, haven't we? What's going on? Absolutely scatting. But um, it's, this is a great album, though, wasn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a bath album. It's a bath album. A bath, I, and Grace mm, loves a bath album. I do. I'm going to disagree with that. Wow. I'm going to say, because of the bit of attitude on it, oh. I'm going to say shower album. Mm. And it's one where you blast it loud and you get into it and you mm. can't really get into it when you're in a bath. It's also mm. a nighttime drive album. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd listen to this late night on the way to Mackey's mm. just to get a cheeky portion of fries. Mm. Just Absolutely. chill out. To go with the On the way meal. back from a gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the large meal. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> Let's take a break, and then we're going to talk about this week's um, comparison album, which is Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen Kid Cuddy. Amazing. So welcome back from the break. This week we are comparing uh, the Baduism album to Man on the Moon 3 by Kid Cuddy. Uh, Kid Cuddy is an American rapper, songwriter, record producer, actor, record executive. He's got all the titles and is widely recognized for his influence on contemporary hip-hop. He brought out his first full-length mixtape, A Kid Named Cuddy, in 2008. And then his first album was uh, Man on the Moon 1. And so this is part of a trio of records um, that has taken a long time to come, so they haven't all just come straight after each other. Uh, but this kind of theme of man on the moon is uh, the idea that uh, he is kind of like uh, dealing with his struggles of loneliness in his formative years, as well as dealing with the death of his father in his early age. The album, um, which includes day and night, is like divided into five different acts and it's just an amazing album and originally remember Adam we keep saying about artists that at the moment like talk honestly about their feelings and like mm. bring up the things that they're going through and stuff like that and so there's been some really great examples of that and there's been some really so like Phoebe Bridges was a great example of that but a poor yeah. example of that was like Drake who just still awful example can't get past himself you know what I mean yeah. um, and seems aware but isn't aware do you know what I mean it just is absolutely a nightmare um but but Kid Cudi is the beginning of that kind of like being aware and in 2009 uh, that's where it all starts so in his um song soundtrack to my life uh, in his first album he says I've got some issues that nobody can see and all these emotions are pouring out of me I bring them to light for you it's only right. This is the soundtrack to my life. And that was a song that w- was really big at the time um, and really well received and kind of gave him a bit of a, a big break. And he was taken on by Kanye. He's worked with Jay-Z as well. And it was the beginning of that kind of like, if you think about Jay-Z and Kanye in 2009, they're not talking about their feelings. They're like <laughs> doing this bravado-ism thing again where they just talk about how great they are and all the things they've got. And like, they won't dare show any sign of weakness. And so for me, like, I'll just shout out to Kid Cudi for doing that and for being that guy that's willing to be honest with his feelings. And he's pretty honest about like all the things that he's done wrong and his drug addictions, um, his the negative relationships he has with like a lot of the women in his life and how he's trying to fix them now. Uh, but it hasn't always been that way in the last 10 years. And so Man on the Moon 3 is the beginning of the end of that process and that um, that coming to the... and dealing with that loneliness with the actual self and uh, things like that. So let's talk about the album. What did we think? Grace, we're going to come to you first. Hmm. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with this album. I enjoyed it. It's very long. Which I don't know why, but I don't expect that of like rap or hip hop or anything like that. I always expect, I don't know, something shorter. But mm. but, um, I enjoyed it. There's good tracks on there. Again, my one little qualm with like one little song. The second track, it stops at like 10 seconds. 
there's a stop and it doesn't oh. feel purposeful because it's not a natural stop it's not like a break it's like when you the guy who was mastering it sends you the demo with a stop so that you can't release it without paying but they just didn't take it out <laughs> right you know. um but you know it's great yeah it is it's a concept album obviously like you said one of three telling a story he did actually apparently say that man on the moon three would never be released because he was saying you know i'll be a different person by then it won't be you know i won't be the same guy when i uh, that i was when i started this but then he did release it anyway um but i enjoyed it i think some great ones solo dolo i'm sure he says it differently <laughs> but i enjoyed that that's, one that's my I, new <laughs> second name <laughs> Matt Solo Dola. <laughs> um, I think it gets better towards the second half of the album. Phoebe Bridges featuring in Loving Me, feeling it, absolute bop and a half. Um, but yeah, I enjoy the way that, like you said, it's very refreshing compared to people like Kanye and Jay-Z, Drake. He's not just bashing women, talking about how much sex that he has and how much, how many drugs he takes and how he's better than you and he'll shoot you and he'll fight you or whatever. He is actually being real and vulnerable about his feelings and being honest about his past. Um, and I'm here for it. Let's mm. all be honest. Let's all tell a bit more truth. Let's be real. None of us are perfect. Let's be real. Amazing. Enjoyed it. Either. Adam, what do you think? So, quite like you guys, I was quite weary after the Drake debacle mm. um, that this album was going to be more of the same. And that's that's on me for really putting people in categories. Sure. And putting all rap in the same box. However, thankfully, this this was better, like we've said. Um, his flow, his rhymes are better uh, than Drake's. The beats are stronger than Drake's. The message is better. I mean, um, yeah, just a better album. Personally, I still didn't like it. Um, it I, I'd never really listened to it. I wouldn't really seek it out. I appreciate it for what it is. Um, and, and there was some good moments on it. Um, some good songs. But but it, it doesn't really do anything for me. I wouldn't like seek it out. Um, also, do, I don't know whether it's just you, me or you guys thought as well. All the tracks kind of merged into one another. Was the end. I thought they were all quite quite the same, which is fine if it's a concept album, which I didn't know before. Um, then then you know, concept albums have themes running through them and motifs and all that, and that that that's fine. I guess that works. So that that kind of negates my point. But yeah, I don't know. I just not not sure I can pick a favorite song because they were all just a bit bit the samey. Um, but I think it's better that there's this start this trend towards rappers using the art form to be more and i think that's what what rap was intended to be mm. if you look at look at you know rap from the the 80s when it first started out it's talking about social issues it's talking about and then it kind of became almost perverted into this other thing of this other culture of you know excess and uh misogyny and, and all that but i don't think that's ever what rap was intended to be as a as an art form, and I think it's now getting back towards its original intended purpose of, well, let's talk about social issues, let's talk about where we grow up, how that's affected us, and let's talk about the women in our lives, but in a positive way. And I think that that's a good thing. And and I think he, Kid Cudi, is uh, contributing towards that in a good way. Mm. And if nothing else, is the pioneer of it. And I'm mm. here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. Um, it's so good. And there's something more real about it, isn't there? I, I don't know mm. about that, mm. about that stance. Um, and I guess, like, there's an awareness that actually, like, I don't know, we've seen people, we were talking about Kim and Kanye, like, before, but, like, they're kind of like, oh, I'll go to my, it's okay because I followed COVID protocol in my 40th birthday bash that was on a secret island mm -hmm. and that everyone got tests and that. Oh, I'm glad you followed the rules, but what about the the mum of three who literally is shielding and hasn't left her house because she's just in a flat and doesn't have a garden, but you're just higher out your island, do you know what I mean? Like, why why then are we releasing art and music that just promotes more of that stuff? Um, 
and great that you've got your blue tick on Instagram and you got all your followers, but you couldn't you couldn't give a sod about anybody else. You know what I mean? Whereas I kind of feel like there's a more authenticity about this. Um, so yeah, yeah, which we need, isn't it? It's much needed. Mm, absolutely. Uh, I. I really loved this album. It took me a bit of time to get into it because it's not really my thing either, Asm, and I, I totally agree with you on that. But um, I'm really glad I listened to it and get, and we gave it a bit of a, I don't know, I think it opened up all of our minds to just a bit more of a genre that we're just a bit more critical about um, or have been more critical about in the past. Um, I thought Loving Me with Phoebe Bridges was really great. Phoebe Bridges is so great, so good. Mm. I can't remember what we said about her, but I just feel like, man, we should have given more of a shout out to her because just <laughs> really good stuff. Um, and I'm I'm with that openness, as we've already talked about. Uh, show out with Skepta. Skepta's really great. Pop Smoke. I didn't know much about Pop Smoke, but this is the first um, song that he's been on uh, since he's passed away and he's died uh, tragically at the beginning of 2020 um i didn't know much about pop smoke but really like what amazing work and he's part of this brooklyn drill scene right that just is amazing or he, he was part of that and was tragically involved in like people just raiding his house and shooting him uh, and it was just these mm -hmm. kids that like it was just total like um nothing to do with him and just really tragic, which is really sad. But it was amazing just to hear that sound and, you know, to hear that, like, grime thing in London just influence the whole world and move across the world and then art to come out of that, which, you know, we were all listening to a few years ago and all enjoying. It's just great to see that kind of, like, influence being passed around the world and seeing what other parts of the world do with it, which is um, really great. And um, for the kids, I love that as well. I love the sound of this album generally i agree that it does have the same kind of like a sonic sound all the way through it but i think that is intentional and i think he's pretty talented like he's produced this whole thing he sings on it he raps on it he uses auto-tune in like that really heavy way that um kind of hip-hop does but then he also sings with without that heaviness on it and i'm sure like it still has auto-tune on it um but it's it's just a i just think he's so talented and he acts and everything as well. And I, I kind of thought, how did I not know anything about this guy mm. before doing this this um, album? So really great, really enjoyable. Would you rather, though, guys, Kid Cudi's album or Erica Badzi? Grace, welcome to you first. Erica. Every day. Every day. I appreciate this Never album, Kid Cudi, and I enjoyed it. Like Adam said, I wouldn't necessarily listen to it again. Um, but I did enjoy it, but no, I'm feeling Erica's vibe a bit more. Fair enough. What about you, Matt? I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I mean, neither of them really, um, neither of them are bad. Like, I loved both of them, and so I'm kind of like, I don't really know what to do. But I think I, I'll go with Kid Kudzu, just to be different. Oof. I don't want to be that guy. Curveball. But, um, yeah, I know. But I, I just really appreciate... Um, to know i just really appreciate that honesty um but you, and i think this is one artist that i think you know in 20 years i think we'll be talking about uh like thank god for someone who was just doing something different and was willing to pioneer uh, something a bit different so um that's where i think i'm at Amazing. shall we do a quiz please time to quiz what time is it? 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 It's quizzing time. Quizzing time. Quizzing time. Okay, cool. So we know, we all know how the quiz works. I'm going to give you some musical clues to an artist and you need to guess who I am. Okay? I'm so excited. It's 1-1. One, one. Oh, so tense. Adam is still bitter about this. <laughs> but Adam, this is your chance. Okay? 
So when you think you know the answer, you shout out your name and then you give the answer. If you get it wrong, you get frozen out. But then after the next question, you get to make a guess. Okay. And Grace, Ooh. I'm not going to be giving you extra clues. Why? Because, well, when I... No, don't. Don't. <laughs> when I listened back, I was like, how did Grace get that many clues? Not happening. It's so, just... Okay. Like special Here, consideration like extra time in the exam is it yeah yeah is it yeah okay Ready. so here's the first clue oh they're gonna be born i don't know when people are born i was born may <laughs> the 13th 1950 50. okay my hometown is signor michigan Oh, sorry, Michigan. Is this person still alive? Well, the thing is, Grace, that's a that's a clue. I'm sorry, I'm not willing to tell you. <laughs> no. Which doesn't mean they're dead, but it doesn't mean they're alive. <laughs> okay. I was a child prodigy, releasing many albums Grace. at Grace. an early age. Grace. 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 Michael Jackson. Ah, it's not Michael no, he's Jackson. Born in Adam, Adam, Adam. Go on, Adam. Is it Stevie Wonder? It is Stevie oh, Wonder. Oh, what? Shut up. Amazing. <laughs> uh, so uh, he was born blind, as we know. A few other little uh, things for you. Uh, singles in the 70s. Uh, classic albums in the 70s with four albums notably um i play all the instruments on a number of my top records which is just still incredible um and other facts but what a guy stevie wonder absolutely so good there we go and it's one nil well done Adam. thank you are you ready for number two mm. ready i was born November the 23rd, 1992, in Ooh. Franklin, Tennessee. I can't do that much math. What was the year, sorry? 1992. 92. See, I have an idea, but I don't want to say it in case it's wrong. That'd be really sad. But you still get to guess the next round. The next round. Oh, Grace. <laughs> yes, Grace. I'm scared. Taylor Swift. Not Taylor Swift. Ugh. We may have helped Adam out, giving him some clues, you know. My birth name, or my first two birth names, were Destiny Hope. Oh, Adam. Oh, my good gracious. It's Miley Cyrus. Adam. Oh. <laughs> Adam, well done. How do you know that? Uh, we have two sisters who were obsessed with Miley Cyrus. I'm angry. Life's what you yeah, make it, so Grace. Life's what you make it. And that's a Hannah Montana song right there. Can we do Shut up. <laughs> can we do the third another, round anyway? We can, yeah. Another child star right there. Nobody's so Cyrus. Yeah, it was on the Disney <laughs> Channel. Had a famous father. Um, Take a break out. Yeah. She came in like a wrecking ball as one of the clues <laughs> later on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Has anyone, I know Adam might have seen this, but um, the the video of Hulk Hogan in a thong riding on a wrecking ball to that song. I've not seen <laughs> that. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh my God. I, what you got to do, sure brother? Not, I'm pretty sure it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it is pretty special. I came in like a wrecking ball, brother. Yeah. Okay. So the third one. You ready? Mm. Ready. This is just, you know. Adam, you're not allowed to guess. For, for fits and giggles. I was born 17th of July, 1985, in Harrow, London. <sighs> Could be anyone. The Queen. Could be anyone. At a very young age, I began writing music commercially. Mm. Define commercially, please. Um, for money? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> for money? 
<laughs> okay. I auditioned for a famous band, but lost my place to Charlie Simpson. <gasps> Grace. Call Grace. Um, uh, Dougie. Oh, Adam, Adam, Adam! <laughs> how can you not get this? James. No, too late. You've said it. Adam. James. Adam. It's, it's not. It's not either of those people. Uh, Tom Fletcher. Adam. It is Tom Fletcher. What is wrong with you? Why would it be Dougie? Why would it be Dougie? Dougie doesn't write because any songs. Because he did. He he was going to be the ba- he auditioned to play the bass in. But Matt, what's his name? Matt Willis I'm sure, I'm plays sure. the bass in Busted. Charlie, yeah, Charlie is lead singer. Is lead singer slash guitar slash drummer. Oh right, yeah, I've got. <gasps> Along with James <sighs> Bond. <sighs> Listen, you might know McFly, but you don't know Busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't the know. The OGs, the real ones. No, they're the worst. I've been to the year 3000. Oh, one hit wonders. <laughs> Excuse you. They've got two out there, two albums. Their two first albums are no. back to back to back to back to back no. hits. Who who wrote year 3000? James Bond? No. I went, I don't care as well, Tim. It's crap little yeah. band. Oh. It's crap little <laughs> spin-off band, McFly. People only no. care about Busted. Busted with the one. Who, who wrote year 3000? James Bourne and, and this little fella called, uh, I can't even remember Tom. His name. Tom Fletcher. Fletcher. Oh, so you know his name now, Grace. <laughs> Wrecked. Well, do you know what, Grace? I'm sorry, but you have been busted right here because yeah. Adam. Nice. I'm so sad. Three nil. Well but done, But if Adam. we're following the pattern, then I'll win next week, so it's fine. If we're following the pattern, you'll lose five four. So you might you might not want to go with that uh, <laughs> that strategy. But Adam, well done. You, you have won this week's quiz in time. Thank you. What time is it? 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 It's quiz in time. Quiz in time. Quiz in time. Okay, guys. So, do you want to know what next week's albums are? Mm. Please. Next week, we are listening to Hunky Dory by David Bowie. Oh. I don't like David Bowie. I I was listening to some David. It was his birthday or the anniversary of his death, one or the other, Um, just yesterday, I think, or the day before, and we recorded this. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Like a bit of David Bowie. I've never really got into a lot of David Bowie. Like I've listened to the hits, mm. but um, and you know, under pressure. Mm. Do you know who he was friends Brilliant. with? Who is he friends with, Grace? Iggy, flipping, pop. <laughs> uh, I I was kind of thinking, oh, there's a reason why Grace doesn't like David Bowie, but I can't remember what it is. But that's he was the, the one. Remember I... that Iggy was in rehab, and David Bowie was like, oh. He won't have had drugs and he needs some drugs. Let me smuggle him in a big bag of drugs. That, that's a spot on David Bowie impression. <laughs> David, get out of rehab with your bag of drugs. No one needs you. No one needs you. Wow. Well, <laughs> no. we're going to come at this album with a fresh pair of eyes <laughs> and ears, a clean slate. And I'm excited to hear what you guys think of it. And we're going to compare it. This one is a bit of a road choice, guys. But um, I found this album this week. Uh, A.G. Cook with his album, Apple. Mm. It's a little bit experimental. Um. But I promise you, there's going to be bits that you love. (laughs) Big promise. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it anyway. You know? So, here we are at the end of another episode, guys. Another day, another dollar. Ching, ching. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Adam, Mm. I would love for you to tell us Mm. what people can do. How people can help. There's a multitude of ways. Multitude, many ways. Um, First of all, folks, we mentioned it at the top of the show. I'm sure we'll mention it again. Uh, Grab that merch. Get kitted and fitted. Official, like a ref, with a whistle. 
Dev on it. Um, yeah, that's um, Teespring. Uh, go find that. Search Alvin Elon on Teespring. You'll find that out. Uh, but of course, the best ways to help. Uh, shout us out. Talk about us. Speak to your colleagues. Go, what did you do over the weekend? Fit at the kitchen. Oh, great. What did you do? I listened to this great podcast called Alvin Elon. You should give it a listen. Give it a share. Tell people about us. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, at Elvanila. Um We post on there fairly regularly. Get involved, interact. Tell us what your favourite uh, favorite tracks on these two albums were. Listen along. Um, email. Matt gave the email at the top of the show. Matt, remind us what that email address is. Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Uh, let us know what your favourite albums of all time are. Uh, or just anything, really. Just email in. We pick it up. We'll have a look. We'll talk about it. We want to hear. We want to hear. We want to hear. Um, you can also... If you really wanted to follow us all individually on the socials, on the on the Instagram, I've stolen Matt's bit. Matt normally does this bit, but I'm doing it now. So you can follow me at uh, you go for it, Adam Courtney ninety five on Instagram. Grace, what's your uh, Instagram? Grace underscore Salmons. And Matt, what's yours? Mine is at Matt Courtney Music. There you go. Can I just interject here? Whoa. Sorry, so I was listening to last week's podcast. Shocker. <laughs> And oh, hello, you listened to the podcast. I did, um, guys, because wow. she was on it. Stop the press. Because uh, I was, <laughs> how was it listening to your first episode of Elvanilla? Uh, stop, I've listened to them before. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, it got to the end, right, when we, when we do this bit. And I, for some reason, like, forgot that I was listening to it. And Matt, and you went, and Grace, your handle is? And I went in real life, Grace. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before when listening to it. And you go to answer. It's like, like answer what do you think? Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's uh, that's how you can help. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that people could do. Just get involved. I don't think so. Listen, you know what I mean? Did you say, and if you did, I just missed it, but leave a positive review on iTunes? I didn't, but uh, if you're on iTunes, if you're an iTunes listener... Half a job, Adam, over here. Very sorry, if uh, something my mind. When you're, if you're an iTunes listener, then uh, leave us a nice review. Five stars, please. Some positive thoughts um, so that we can help grow. And, uh, Come on, it's yeah. really helpful for us. Mm. And don't listen to Grace. Half forget that half a job because <laughs> yeah. the job Grace did last week was bare minimum, so at best. To be honest, <laughs> so you know, don't take that flack, Adam. No, I wasn't going. Well, guys, it's been so good to hang out. It's been a good episode, hasn't it? Mm. It's been a belter. I really enjoyed it. Been an absolute belter. Uh, we pray that you have a safe week you stay safe you have a good week uh we're hoping that things just get much better uh, but until then you know we're hoping this just brings a bit of light <laughs> and light until then until then let's be honest guys it's been it's been a rough time on it it's only been like the first week it's been a, it's been, it's been a year no nah, but i mean the last year you know what i mean mm. yeah. but um you know so we're wait you're in our thoughts and we're just praying you have a great week ahead. So uh, thank you for listening, and we'll speak to you again next week. See you Bye. soon. Bye. Guys, we're starting to do the bathroom, and Sam started to take the first like wall of tiles off. And then we discovered that the people before us just put new tiles on top of old tiles. Uh, wow! 
So are they like old looking tiles though? Like any, yeah, they're them? like minty green. You know, nice. whenever you used to have a green bathroom yep, in the nineties. Yep. Gr- green or or peach coloured. Mm. I think our nan had the peach coloured bathroom. Mm. Um, Did Sam say the term? Who puts frickin' tiles on top of frickin' tiles? <laughs> Did he call anyone a pervert? Did it actually surprise me? I just <laughs> quietly heard him go, of course, and then carry on. That's <laughs> 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 even funnier. <laughs> oh, of course.